0: Want me to tell you what's the matter with people Mr uh, uh Mr Vance. Uh, Philo Vance. Oh, yeah, that's right. Vance. Want me to tell you what's the matter with people, mister? Well... They're in a hurry. Always in a hurry. Rush here, rush there. Why? Well, some people have to be in certain places at certain times. Yeah, but why? Well... Suppose everybody was late getting there. Then it wouldn't make any difference, would it, mister, uh... <laughs> Mr. Vance. Philo Vance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Perhaps your logic is correct. So happens I have an appointment with the district attorney, and I'm early, so I thought I'd take your handsome through the park. Oh, I'm glad you did, glad you did. Nice to have somebody to talk to. Of course, I could talk to my horse, Sadie, and in fact, I do. But once in a while, a man likes to get an answer, eh? Isn't that right, Sadie? Huh? Right, Mr., uh, uh Mr., uh... Smith. Edward Smith. No, Vance, you said it was, didn't you? Yes, but that seems such a long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Say, what are you doing up at the district attorney's, Mr. Vance? You're not in trouble, are you? Hardly. I'm a private investigator, and Mr. Markham is a friend of mine. Oh, you say you're a private investigator, Mr. Uh... That's right, I am. Funny thing me driving you, then. Awful strange things been happening in this park last couple of days. What? Welp. For the past year, rain or shine, hot or cold, an old gent and a lady, about 60, 70 maybe, have been meeting on the bench just around the bend of the road. Yes. Well, last couple of nights, only the lady was here. Seems like she was waiting for the old gent, but he ain't showed up. Now, where do you think he is? I haven't the slightest idea. Hmm. Some private investigator. I'll tell you something, though, mister. Mr. The last night this old gent was with the old Judy, she was crying something fierce and and kind of pleading with him not to do something. Only I guess he did it anyhow on account if he ain't shown up the last couple of days. It Might have been a lover's quarrel. Uh -uh, Not the way he kissed her just before he left. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, something awful funny's going on with them two, mister. If I ever seen anybody who needed help, it was that old lady. Say, she's probably there now. What are you going to do about it? Well, let me know what happens, will you, Mr. Vance? Yes, I will, Gabby. Nothing, really. Forgive me for speaking to you. My name is Philo Vance. and I understand you're in trouble of some sort.
1: No, no, I don't think so. Thank you just the same, sir. You're very kind, but there really isn't anything...
0: You are crying.
1: Mr. Vance, when you reach my age, there are so many things a woman can find to cry over. It's really nothing anyone can help me with.
0: You might tell me your name. That certainly isn't a secret you'd mind sharing.
1: I'm Mary Davis. Miss Mary Davis.
0: Hello, Miss Davis. Hello. Now that we've met formally, do you mind if I sit here on this bench?
1: Oh, not at all. It would be nice to have someone to talk to. Oh, thank
0: you. Miss Davis, I'm a private investigator.
1: Oh, really? How how nice.
0: Apparently, you don't understand.
1: To be perfectly honest about it, I don't.
0: Well, when people are in trouble, I try to help them. You, for instance. I know you're in trouble... Won't you let me help?
1: Oh, please leave, Mr. Vance.
0: But why? Only a moment ago, you seemed anxious for me to sit down
1: Go away, please. Go far away. Leave me alone and never come back. Never. I
0: don't understand, Miss Davis.
1: I don't want you to understand. I don't want anybody to understand anything. Just go away. That's all I ask you to do. Go away. Well, I only wanted... Mr. Vance, I'm an old woman. I love only one thing in this world. One man. And if you don't go away and go away quickly... Jason will be killed. Now will you go away?
0: Kind of cramped in this room. Guess you'd rather be out in the park with your uh, girlfriend, eh, Jason? Stop tramping up and down. Give me a little peace, peace. I, I've got to think. Nothing to think about you do like I say, you'll be able to keep those nightly meetings with your girlfriend. She's probably out in that bench waiting for you now. Don't you want to go see her? Well, of course I do. Only you're not to talk about her. I won't let her be talked about by anyone like you. I won't, do you hear me? Sit down, you old buzzard. If I'd blow on you, you'd fall flat on your face. Let's get this thing down pat so we don't miss tonight. What time do you unlatch the door so I can get in? Mr. Woods? I've been butler for the Oxford family for 20 years. You can stay there another 20 for all I care. Nobody will suspect you. That's why I dreamt this whole idea. up. You open the front door. I come in. You hand me the combination of the safe. I pick up all that cash and those jewels in the library safe. And go out before anybody knows I've been there. Oh, no, I can't. I, I can't do it. I, I, I can't get you the combination. I can't let you in the house. Okay, so you stay here till you decide you can. Look, I just made up my mind. You're getting out of here right now, reporting for work. You know Oxford opens the safe every night. Watch him close and get the combination, and at midnight you're coming down and unlatching the front door. Am I? You don't, and I'll take care of that Judy you're so in love with, that Mary Davis. I told you never to mention her. Ah! I'll do more than slap you and mention her if you don't do like I say. How come you never married her, Jason? Oh, shut up. Shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. I guess that is none of my business. But money and jewels are my business. You're going to do as I say about that door in the safe so that at midnight tonight, business is going to be very, very good. Oh.
2: screwdriver we brought. This safe will be opened in five minutes. Billy, we shouldn't. Just like a dame. What do you mean we shouldn't? This money is ours, isn't it? Uncle Dick keeps it in the safe and won't give it to us, will he? That money belongs to us and we're going to get it.
3: Yes, I know it's ours, but I can't help it. I, I was brave enough up until now, but while doing something like this, I, I, I just can't. On. What was that?
2: Huh? What was what?
3: Somebody's coming. Passing the library. It was the butler, Jason. I thought you told me he was sick.
2: He must have come back tonight.
3: He didn't see us. wonder where he's going. Shh. Shh.
0: All right. Come on in.
3: He's letting somebody come into the house. Yeah. Come on, Billy. I, I don't want to be caught. Let's get out of here. <coughs>
0: Oh, Vance, only please, no double sixes. (laughs) (laughs) I have enough trouble beating you at backgammon without your getting lucky, too. All right, Markham, no double sixes. (laughs) Here we go. Oh. Four and an ace. Well, I think I'll make a board point. There. There. Your play, Markham. Yes, I know. Now, let's see. What points would I like to throw? The dice won't be able to hear even after you decide. You can't be too sure. They're my dice, you know. (laughs) By the way, Vance, what delayed you tonight? An incident in the park with a charming old lady. It's still bothering me, by the way. I wish she'd have let me help her. I imagine by this time, so does she. Well, I think I'd like a 6-5 combination. I get it. I can close up a point on my home ball. Here we are. 6-5. Well, Vance. Well, wait until the district attorney hears about the district attorney and his crooked dice. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Hey, I... Excuse me, Vance. Oh, surely. Hello? Mr. Markham? Yes? Rogers at headquarters. Yes? There's been a murder at 42 Johnson Street. What? The man named Oxford lived there alone. He's been killed. The butler's missing and the safe's been robbed. Right, Rogers. I'll be down there right away with Philo Vance. <laughs> No, Rogers, never mind. Follow Vance and I'll go into the murder room alone. It was a master bedroom, wasn't it? Right, D.A. Nothing's been touched except the body's been removed. Good enough. Coming, Vance? Of course. Well, it seems to be an open and shut case, Vance. The downstairs door wasn't forced, the windows hadn't been jimmied, and the butler's disappeared. Apparently, he got tired of working for a living... Strangled his employer and departed. Apparently. You have a file on him, Markham? Rogers, checked. We know his name, Jason Masters. Mm -hmm. But he's never been in trouble, and apparently he's worked here for quite a while. I see. Anything else I should know? Only that the dead man had a niece and nephew, Jane and Billy Reed. They're his heirs. Will you want to see them? I might as well. Apparently our murderer has covered his tracks pretty well. Perhaps Jane and Billy Reed might lead to a clue. (laughs)
3: going to tell the police, Billy. I'm going to tell them. Oh,
2: you are, are you? Yes. And are you also going to tell them what we were doing in the library at the time? Are you?
3: Yes, I'll, I'll tell them that. I'll tell them anything. We needed our money, so I agreed to help you get it from Uncle Dick's safe. But we know who killed him. We've got to tell.
2: Do we? Yes. Oh, fine. Well, then tell me, who killed Uncle Dick?
3: Uh, the, the man Uncle Dick's butler led into the house while we were there. And who was that? Well... I, I don't know.
2: All we know is that we were there and that some unknown man came into the house. You've got nothing to tell the police.
3: I haven't, but but you have. You stayed behind when I ran out the back. Jane. Billy, did you... I... Shh. That might be the police again. Oh.
2: Now calm down, Janey.
3: Come in.
0: Good evening. I'm Philo Vance. Uh, hi, I'm
2: Bill Reed, and this is my sister, Jane. And look, Mr. Vance, if it's about Uncle Dick's death, we don't know a thing. Not a thing.
3: Wait a minute. That's not true. Jane. I don't care. It's not. Vance, you're not the police. I, I know about you. Please, please don't have us arrested. We didn't do anything.
0: Perhaps you'd better finish what you started to say when your brother stopped you.
3: Well, we, we were in the house when Jason the butler let a man in. We don't know who it was. I ran out. But Don't to listen
2: doing... to her, Vance. She doesn't know what she's saying.
3: It's true. Find the man that Jason let into the house and, and you'll find my uncle's killer, Vance. Vance! <laughs>
0: Uh, Vance. Well, like I was saying, Mr., uh, riding through the park in my handsome cab gets to be a habit. See? You riding it last night, you're riding it again tonight. That's right. Uh, let me off here, will you? Oh, okay, but I don't know what your hurry is. People always in a hurry. Oh, city worker. Well, here's your money. Goodbye. Bye. Come on, city. Step on it. Come on, girl. Get home, get some to the... I'm <laughs> Good evening, Miss Davis.
1: Oh, hello, Mr. Vance. I was hoping you'd come this evening. I want to tell you how sorry I am about being so rude last night. Oh, that's all right.
0: Has your friend made an appearance this evening?
1: No, but he will. Oh, I'm sure he will. It's too wonderful an evening for him not to come.
0: I hope he does. Well, I thought I'd stop and say Hello. I was trying to work out a problem in the hansom cab just now, but the cabby wanted to talk, so I thought I'd get out. Uh-huh. I'll see you again, Miss Davis.
1: Good night, Mr. Vance. Mary! Mary! Darling, where are you? Right here. Oh, Jason. I was waiting
0: until you finished talking. Oh, darling, mm. darling. It's so good to be with you again.
1: <clears throat> Please, Jason, let's not talk. Let's just sit here. I knew you'd come. I just told that nice gentleman you'd come.
0: I got here as soon as I could. I'm sorry about the last few nights. I I couldn't get here. I know. From now on, nothing will ever separate us. Yesterday morning, I got word from the sanitarium. My wife died in her sleep the night before.
1: Jason. Jason, darling. Oh, it's been so long.
0: Many, many years, Mary. Too many. But it's not too late. Whatever time we have left, we'll spend together. We'll go away and forget.
1: Forget?
0: Yes, darling. Forget everything. Especially last night. The worst night any man ever experienced in his life. This is District Attorney Markham. The Oxford murder case opened with the finding of the body of millionaire Richard Oxford. Vance has questioned his two heirs, Jane and Billy Reed, and has some information which he hasn't as yet disclosed to me, but feels that it pertains to the murderer. Jason, family butler to the Oxfords for many years, is missing. And the last I heard from Vance, he had decided to... No
1: please.
0: No, I can't tell you anymore, Mary. Don't ask
1: me. But, Jason, you must. We can't start Perhaps off.
0: Jason will tell me. Good evening again, Miss Davis.
1: Mr. Vance.
0: Mary, who is this? My name is Philo Vance, Jason. I was hoping you'd show up here tonight. You were Mr. Oxford's butler, weren't you? Yes. Yes, I was. But, but believe me... You had nothing to do with his death, I know. And by the way, in case you think my coming here just now was coincidence, it wasn't. Miss Davis here mentioned your name the first time I saw her, the time she ordered me away.
1: Uh, Yes, I did. I I didn't mean to, Jason. Believe me, I didn't mean to.
0: No, I don't imagine she did. But the fact that the Oxford butler was missing, the fact that she hadn't seen you for a few days was too much coincidence to ignore, especially as the name Jason fitted both of you. I decided to wait for you to show up, and here you are. All right, here I am. Now what, Vance? Now you tell me who it was that you let into the Oxford house. How could you know that?
1: It doesn't matter, Jason. Tell him. Please tell him.
0: All right. It it was a man named Harry Woods. He threatened harm to Miss Davis here unless I did what he said. Then he killed your employer. Well, I I don't know. When I let him in, I went to my quarters. Do you know where I can find him? I know where he lives. I should. I was kept there for two days. Good. Good. Give me the address and Mr. Markham and I will try and get his number. This is the place, Vance. According to the address you got from Jason, this Harry Woods lives here in this house on the river. We'll stop. It's all right if you don't arrest Jason right now, isn't it, Markham? But As long as you know where to reach him. I do. Look, Vance. There's a man running for the speedboat that's moored to the dock. That's probably Woods. Come on, we've got to stop him. We won't if he ever gets into that boat. We won't stop him and we won't find him. Woods, stop! Stop! A shot might do it, Markham. I think you'll find he has a record. All right, Vance, it's the only way, I guess. Got him in the leg. Excellent shooting, my friend. Now we can go and take him rather easily, I believe. I'll keep my gun out just in case. that's the man who murdered Richard Oxford, Vance. I didn't say that. I wish it were. No, Markham, we've caught a criminal but I don't think we've caught up with Oxford's killer yet. Come in.
1: Uh, Mr. Vance?
0: Miss Davis, well, please come in.
1: Thank you. Mr. Vance, I came to tell you that Jason and I are married.
0: Congratulations. I'm glad you did tell me.
1: And I came to ask a favor. He's told you all he knows about Mr. Oxford's death. Won't you let him leave town with me? We want to go away.
0: Well, that's really up to the police to decide.
1: I know, but you have influence. Wouldn't you use it, please, for us?
0: Well, I'll... Excuse me. Certainly. Philo Vance speaking.
3: Hello, Vance. This is Jane Reed. Oh, yes. I've got to talk to you. Will you come right over, please, before my brother gets here?
0: Of course, but what is it?
3: The night... Of the murder, I-, I left Uncle Dick's house, but he stayed on. He knows something about Uncle Dick's death. Please, Vance, get here right away.
0: So Billy might know who killed Mr. Oxford, eh?
3: Yes, I think so. I- I- I'm sure you can get-, get the whole story out of him.
0: Where is he now?
3: Well, he's out playing tennis at Windmere Courts, but I, I want you to be here when he gets home. Well,
0: maybe I ought to go to the Windmere Courts to see him.
3: No, no, I-, I want to be with you when you make him tell what he knows. Come here, Vance. I'll be waiting.
0: Very well, Miss Reed. I'll come at once. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, Miss Davis, or rather, Mrs. Jason Masters, I think maybe I'll be able to do as you ask. Oh. Someone who knows something about the murder of Richard Oxford is going to talk.
1: Oh, wonderful.
0: Well, it isn't wonderful yet. First, I've got to hear what he has to say.
1: Oh, I'll tell Jason. He'll be so happy. I'm really good luck, and I'm going to remind him of it, too. Don't think I won't, about how I was here when the phone call came in and exactly what happened in the conversation.
0: Do that. I'll be in touch with you, Mrs. Masters... Before very long, I promise you. District Attorney Markham speaking. Markham, this is Vance. Oh, glad you called, Vance. I'm having a lot of trouble with that Harry Woods. He's wanted by the police, all right, but he insists that he had nothing to do with the killing of Mr. Oxford. I tried to tell you that he wasn't our killer, Markham but he admits that he was in the house at about the time of the murder. There were several people in the house at that time, Markham. I think I'm about to deliver the real killer to you. Excellent, Vance. Who is he? Not so fast, my friend. Young Billy Reed is going to do some talking. Meet me, Markham, because if Reed doesn't use his head, he's going to put his foot in it.
2: (laughs) Hey, you're running me ragged, pal. Cut it out, cut it out. Hey, let's see if you can hit that one back. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you missed, friend, outside. Well, looks like my game. Now me for the showers and home. See you later, Frankie.
0: Okay, Billy. So long. Yeah, sure
2: was. Mr. Reed.
0: Oh, Jason. What are you doing out here at the courts? I came to see you. Come over here where we won't be watched. Well... All right. What is all this?
2: How did you happen to know I was here?
0: Oh, that isn't important, Mr. Reed. I understand you know who killed Mr. Oxford. Who told you that? The same person that told me you were out here.
2: My sister? Oh, she's crazy. I don't know who killed Uncle Dick.
0: No, I do. Who was it? You're asking me to tell you... Why did your sister say what she did?
2: Oh, because she knows I was in the house just before the murder took place. That's why.
0: Oh, you were. And did you see your uncle killed? No.
2: No, I didn't.
0: You lie. No. You saw me killing him. No, don't. You were gonna tell the police. No, now no. I'm gonna kill you with my Jesus, own hands no, just no, I did your uncle. No, no. With my own hands, the way I killed him. I had to kill him. He woke when I went to his room to get the combination of the safe. He saw me. That'll be all, Jason. Get your hands off Vance, you too. Huh? I can handle you. I may look old, but I'm strong. I'll get him. No, you won't. And now I'll do the same to you, Vance. You heard too much. You're smart. But your neck is just as easy to choke. as Jason, I don't want to have to. Hold him, Vance, we're coming. I, 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 Hurry, Markham. i here. All right, fellow Daniels. help me get this right, madman right. off. Land. You'll never take me. You your Billy you, Daniels. Daniels. Oh, I can handle five like you. I can... Oh.
2: Oh, give him your hand.
0: Well, that was close, Markham. Yes. I don't think our young friend, Billy Reed, suffered much damage. Oh, he'll be all right. You can take Jason in, you know. Murder? That's right, Markham. I heard him admit he killed Mr. Oxford when he tried to strangle young Billy Reed here. But I knew it was he long before that. I've been reading about your work in the Oxford murder case, Mr., uh... uh, Vance. uh, That's right, Vance. (laughs) Hey, I've been reading about it. You're pretty smart. Only you solved the case in too much of a hurry. Everything everybody does is in a hurry. Why? Well, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Let's let it go at that. Hey, tell me something. Yes, the papers say you knew it was this old Jason guy even before you heard him brag about it while he was choking us Billy Reed. How'd you know? Well, that wasn't difficult. First of all, Mr. Oxford was killed in his bedroom. Why would anybody kill him there if the only motive for murder was robbery of the safe? Ah, oh. oh, that's why it couldn't have been either that Billy Reed or his sister, huh? His sister had left the house, and young Reed had no reason to go into his uncle's bedroom. All he was there for was to get into the uncle's safe, and he could have done that rather easily. Well, how about this Harry Woods guy that the district attorney shot? He was a fugitive from the police, as I suspected, but he never knew that Jason had crossed him. Apparently, Jason had given him the combination of the safe, but Woods found it empty. And the reason it was empty was because Jason had been there first. Woods had no reason to go into Oxford's bedroom. None at all. yeah. Well, how come Jason had a reason? He wanted the money from Oxford's safe, money he could get married on. Apparently, his mind went a little haywire during the past few years, and he decided to get the combination of the safe from his employer's room. He was caught, and so he strangled Mr. Oxford. Seems to me he was taking a pretty big chance. Not really. There was always Harry Woods to throw the blame on. Yeah, yeah, sure there was. You know, there's one other thing I don't understand. And that is... Well, how this Jason all of a sudden made up his mind to kill young Billy Reed at the tennis court where you grabbed him? He thought he had to kill Reed. You see, Jason's wife was with me when Billy Reed's sister phoned and told me her brother was in the Oxford house the night of the murder and had probably seen the murderer. I repeated this conversation to Jason's wife. Oh, I get it now. The wife told Jason, told him Billy Reed knew who the murderer was, was going to talk, and that he was at the tennis court. So Jason went there, huh? I suspected that would happen, so I called District Attorney Markham, and we were there, too. The ironic part of the whole thing was that Billy Reed actually didn't know a thing. He left the house soon after his sister did. Well, you got this Jason call on account of he had to get money in a hurry. Had to get it in a hurry. That's what I always say about hurrying. Gotta lead you to trouble. Murder. Well, thanks for the inside story. Oh, this is the end of the line, Mr. Uh, Vance. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. And Good. you're welcome. It's the end of the line, my friend, and also the end of the Oxford murder case. <laughs>